What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. All right, what's up? Here we go. Super pumped to talk fatherhood with you. The question sent to me was, how do I maintain a great connection with my teenage kids? This is awesome because it's something that I'm stepping into right now. I have my very first teen. My oldest of five is 14 and a girl. Um, We've had some ups and downs, you know, getting through middle school. She's actually going into high school now. Um, She's gotten in trouble. I've gotten in trouble. Uh, So we have grown over the last few years, but maintaining a connection is uh, definitely something, you know, one, because she's a teenager and two, for me, she's a girl, um, is something that I'm really paying attention to and know that I have more coming in uh, to this realm. And so I wrote down nine things, uh, some ideas, because I obviously don't have this all figured out. Um, And then I got five ideas from Brooklyn, my 14 year old that I'm going to share with you. So first off, this is my first go around, but let me share my nine thoughts. First, If you have young kids right now, keep them talking. I know it's such a pain because it's question after question after question after question after question, or they're talking to you about random stuff, but create a culture now where you listen to them so that they know that you can be spoken to and that you will listen. And I think that you can carry that into their teenage years versus us training them while they're toddlers and little kids to leave us alone. Don't ask me again. Go out of here. No, where we're not engaging in conversation. We're just teaching them that we don't have conversation with them. So really, I think that's super important. Um, what I constantly remind Brooklyn about is, hey, this is my first time. So obviously she's my first. It'll be different, you know, with my fifth kid coming up as a teenager. But I've never been a parent before. This is my first time. This is your first time as a teenager. So Point number two is have grace for each other. One, have that conversation so your child or teen has grace for you and you have grace for them. You're both stepping into something that's brand new for both of you. Three, do not freak out. We've had a few instances and we could have freaked out and we didn't. Um, And we really wanted to teach her that when you bring us something serious or something that you want to talk about when you might feel like we would be upset or whatever is let's talk. My goal, if I think about my why, my purpose in her life is to prepare her for the real world. Okay, so yes, let's talk about the consequences. Yes, let's talk about what happened. But if I freak out, All that shows is that I'm more concerned about our family identity or I'm more concerned about how it makes me feel. Um, 
and she's not going to want to talk to me anymore. Your teen will not want to talk to you if you freak out. So consider your response. Be prepared. You were a teenager once. Your kids are probably going to be bringing us stuff that we may not want to deal with, but we don't want to make it about us. We want to guide them through all circumstances, small and big. So number three is don't freak out. Uh, four, pay attention to what they like. What does your kid like? Do they like music? We'll listen to music. Today I took Brooklyn over uh, to actually a job she's doing and I had some new music and so I shared it with her and we talked about it and what do they like about it? Um, podcast episode 47 with John Strzelecki, he really talks deep about how to find connection with your kids and teens and so that's a great episode 47, but pay attention to what they like. You're their dad. You're their parent know what they like, and then connect with them through that. Go explore music or art or being outdoors. Pay attention to what they like. Five, communicate with them how they like to be communicated with. Now, that doesn't mean if they only text, that the only way you communicate with them is through text, but, and I could get better at this, if your kid's texting or on Instagram or whatever, send them a message through there. Connect with them. Be engaged with them that way. Don't just require them to communicate the way that you communicate. I think if we do that, it'll encourage them to then also meet us um, because we're keeping open lines of communication in all aspects of how they want to communicate. Six, don't always have something to say. Remember that much of life is learned through experience, not somebody telling you what to do. So don't always have something to say. Earn the right to be asked the opinion uh, or your opinion. So, you know, I can get in trouble with this as always having an answer solution because I'm, you know, an old man now and I've been through life. So I know some things. Well, a lot of the things I learned were because I went through experiences. We got to let our kids go through experiences and we got to give them a little bit longer leashes to stumble and fall and be there to help them when they ask. Sometimes we don't always have to have something to say. This creates a great connection because then the kids not always expecting you just to have all these answers because they're not going to want to hear them from us. Okay. Seven. This is a big one. Ask them what you do that annoys them. And when they answer, be willing to change. You've probably heard me talk about this before, but go to your kid and say, Hey, is there anything I do that annoys you or bothers you or frustrates you and be fully open. And when they tell you, then you got to be willing to change it. So in, as an example, I had gone to Brooklyn and I, I had said, hey, is there anything I do that bothers you? And she said, actually, you joke a little too much. Like if we're driving down the road and there's a couple teenage boys walking down the road, I'll pretend to roll the window down and holler at them. I never actually do it, but I pretend. And she didn't like it. And so I said, you know, in my mind, I, and I'm thinking, ah, I'm just, I'm a dad. That's what I do. It's funny. It doesn't matter, but it mattered to her. So I couldn't say, oh, I'm a dad. It's funny. It doesn't matter because... Then would she share with me again? No, never. She wouldn't. So if I want to have a connection with my daughter, with my teenager, ask that question and then be willing to change. Okay. Um, eight, I think to have a good connection with your teenager, you cannot be naive. Okay. You were a teenager once. Okay. Don't be naive. Be in tune. Be engaged. Ask questions. Pry sometimes. Don't be naive and just let them go off and do anything and everything they want. I believe that kids want structure and guidance and they want to know that you care and you just letting them do whatever they want isn't showing them that you care. Uh, number nine, find ways to work alongside your kids and teens. 
Now I struggle with this sometimes because, you know, if it's a work day, you know, I can get teased that I'm like in work mode, just get it done, execute. But that kind of takes the joy out of it. So if you have a work day around the house, put on some music. If you have a work day outside, inside, you know, make it a little bit fun. Don't make it just like, we got to get this done in an hour, spend a little bit more time. Now your kids will fight you. I just had my kids do, gave them new chore charts for summer today and they're hacked. And so I'm talking to them about it. Okay. Why are you doing it? Think about your why. It'll probably help you enjoy the time better. Are you doing it just and you're mad because I'm sucking the life out of you and time that you wish you could do something else or are you participating in something bigger for the family? Blah, blah, blah. Like those are teaching moments. Now they weren't afterwards like, oh, dad, you're right. This is for the family. I can't wait to do chores. No, but I'm going to continue to press in on that and then work alongside them because there's just something about working alongside your parent and especially dads uh, if you're fixing the fridge or the washing machine or changing the oil whatever would it be easier to do it by yourself yes it would be would it take you twice as long to have your teenager doing it alongside of you probably but those are the moments it's not disneyland it's not taking them to the concert i mean those are great but it's the we did this together and you're teaching your kid at the same time. Working alongside your kid is a great way to have connection. Now, I'm sure there's a ton more, but those are just some of my thoughts based on the question thrown out to me. Now, I did ask Brooklyn the question as well, and she gave me five things. She said, Dad, I really see a lot of kids at school. Their parents push them so hard for school. And I think this is a great one, you know, finding that balance with your kid because you want to have a connection with them to talk about it. It's not just about the grade. Talk about class. Talk about relationships. Talk about the teacher. The grade isn't necessarily the real, you know, tracking device to say what's going on with your kid. Maybe a C is the best that they can do in math. Okay. So talk about that. And, and, you can have your opinions on that, but then maybe you coach them. Maybe you get them a tutor, but it's not about the grade. So my point is don't push your kids so hard for school, but that's what my daughter said. Just so don't get mad at me. Um, two, she said, have fun, but don't be embarrassing. I'm confused by that. Um, I don't know the balance. So <laughs> good luck. If you figure that one out, let me know. Uh, three, don't be too serious all the time. So life doesn't have to be fully serious. You can enjoy your kids. You can enjoy them at any age, but even your teenagers, it doesn't have to be this awful, okay, these are the teenagers, enjoy them. Four, and this kind of goes with her five, it was trust. You know, that feeling of trust, and yeah, sometimes they lose our trust, but then she said, if we do, give us the opportunity to prove that we can be trustworthy, because that's what we want. We want freedom, right? And that's really the teenage years, they're starting to be this freedom and so you want to establish this f relationship with your kids where you trust each other. But that means, again, don't be naive, be engaged, have conversation, have connection. That's all tied together. Um, I thought that there was one other idea I had about, um, oh, back on the three, the, uh, the don't freak out. Think about the consequences uh, when you do have to get your kid in trouble. I think sometimes we miss that there are just life consequences. Sometimes when we do things, there's consequences. And sometimes I don't know that we have to give consequences on top of that. I think back, you know, this is when my son, he was in elementary school. 
Um, but he got in trouble at school and had a pretty severe punishment. And so then I decided not to give him an additional punishment at home because I felt like there was already this consequence of feeling really guilty and bad for what happened. And there was a consequence from the school and he came home thinking like, Oh man, there's going to be this consequence. And we talked about, you know, just when we make choices in life, there are just natural consequences sometimes. And so we talked through that. So think about the consequences. Um, I don't know that we always have to give something on top of a life consequence that may already be there. So think about that. Uh, this is really a perfect tie-in to Monday's fatherhood field notes with Sean Donahue. The dude is really awesome. He is a family coach. He was referred to me by a friend. Um, I can't stress enough he talked so much about the connection with your teen. So that's really what he does. He goes into a home where there's struggle with your teen middle schooler and he helps create communication. And what's cool is you look at Sean and he just is, he's like, a, you know, his Instagram's like a Hawaiian t-shirt and full of energy and having fun. So it's not like showing up at a counseling session with a hundred year old that just your kid is not connected at all. Um, so it's cool because that's what he talked about. He talked about the relationship between parents and their teens, especially, and how you can create harmony in the home. And there was just a beautiful analogy that he came up with on the spot of how Forrest Gump loved and how we as parents need to be more like Forrest Gump. So go check that out. It was really good. Um, I think that that's really what I got out of it personally is to realize how I need to love like Forrest Gump. You know, for example, Jenny, sometimes you just have to let let it go like you can't have all of your identity tied up in the actions of your kids so uh check that out it was, it was really good and if you go check out his website um parenting modern teens amazing content super rich content for you uh, a couple things go check out the father's day gift we're doing with rebel and create it's called the adventure of fatherhood gift box we're actually going to continue it past father's day with the intention of do you need to order a gift for a new dad and as men especially if you and i are dads now we have we have authority and opportunity to invite other men into their role so if you know a new dad it doesn't have to be the adventure of fatherhood box go buy him a gift and write in a card welcome to fatherhood you have what it takes dude if somebody would have told that to me i'd have so much respect for them when i came into fatherhood you and i need to be the ones to invite other men into their role uh this father's day would be a great way to do it go get the box if it's after that we're going to continue to have them um, i want to invite you to something i've been sending out a text message every wednesday morning since april 15 2015 so over five years now um, there's a big group of men who receive that text every Wednesday, the hump day text. I started it because I was super hungry at the time to build community with other men and encourage them in their roles as men and fathers. But we're all so busy that I thought, man, dudes can't, you know, come to a weekly meeting or something. So they do have time to read a 10 second text. Um, so I might send a Bible verse, a Macklemore quote, a stepbrothers reference. It's really all over the place. But the goal is that in the middle of the week to remind you that you're not alone, that there are other men getting up uh, to love and serve their families. So if you want to sign up, go to rebelandcreate.com. Click on the little ship on the home page next to Rebel and Create on the top left-hand corner. I did it this way because it's not for everybody. I just want to keep this for the friends, not all the weirdos on the internet. You can also text with me. So when you get that on a Wednesday morning, you can text with me for, I think, uh, three to four hours after that. 
Awesome. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide and that shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you would like me to discuss, please email me ned at rebelandcreate.com or DM me on Instagram. And I look forward to hanging out with all of you next time.